Welcome to Weight Loss and Wellness for Real, the podcast where people like you get the practical solutions and support you need to permanently lose the physical and mental weight so you can feel better and live the life you want in the body and mind you want. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating, overeating, binging behaviors, and move to a place of freedom with food and your body, you're in the right place. Today, we are talking about handling the holidays. Most people, in fact, the stats are something like 60-some percent, gain weight over the holidays. I always think of the holidays as running from basically Halloween through New Year's. So we have these solid two months of eating extra, living in environments that are a little bit different than we're typically used to. Our, Our schedules and our routines are different. And often, there is just food everywhere And this is why most of us tend to gain some pounds. The problem with this is that most of us don't take it off, especially as we get older, those pounds stay on and, and that can really accumulate over the years. So getting through these two months of our lives every year, learning how to manage our mind and manage food around this time of year is really important for our health and well-being. Not to mention most of us who put on these pounds feel so just yuck in January, and then try to stick to these really restrictive, depriving plans come January, and then end up failing anyway. It's just this really vicious cycle that the holidays seem to set us up for. So we're going to talk today about some of the things I've collected from clients and from my own personal experience, kind of some quick and easy things to help you get through the holidays without putting on weight and even dropping weight if you choose to. So these are some of the things that I've heard from clients, also some of the things that I have thought. Uh, One of them is the holidays are so stressful. I'm so stressed and so I eat and eat to relieve the stress momentarily and then feel even worse and shameful and more stressed from the overeating. This is what I like to call that vicious cycle. This is where we overeat to reduce a sense of stress in the moment We want to find relief in the moment, and so we overeat. And we do find relief while we're eating. But as soon as we're done, there's that cycle of shame, regret, feeling physically terrible, and so we beat ourselves up about it. We promise ourselves we're going to do better tomorrow. We're going to eat healthy, or we're going to restrict tomorrow. All this mental stuff that goes on in our brain actually leads us to overeat again, All the stress, all the beatdowns, all the things we're telling ourselves create this sense of needing relief again. And so we will eventually overeat again to gain this relief. And then the cycle continues. The next thing I hear a lot is I hate the holidays. I always end up gaining at least five pounds and I feel terrible through them. I used to love this time of year and now it just feels like I can't get through them quick enough. This is where we set ourselves up for expectations of what the holidays should be. And you know, anytime we use that word should or shouldn't with ourselves, we again create this sense of something's wrong, something's not right, and then our brain sends up the signals of, okay, we need to eat, we need to relieve that, we need to change that feeling, let's eat to relieve it. So you're 
perspective on the holidays, how you think about the holidays, the expectations that you have in place are actually some of the thought patterns that cause us to overeat throughout the holidays. So this is really important to check yourself. Are you holding expectations for the holidays? And if you are, how can you reset those expectations? Actually, how can you get rid of some of those expectations. This might simply be through thought work, where over and over and over again, you recognize when you have the expectation and you on purpose think a thought that reminds you, hey, no expectations this year. You just give yourself a dead stop. We're not doing that. We're not thinking about expectations. We're focusing more on the present moment, the experience we're having. This sort of mind shift around expectations with the holidays can save you a ton of calories. Next one, I ate so much, I feel sick. I just wasn't even thinking about it. I I literally just want to throw up to feel better. Why do I do this to myself? I don't want to feel this way. I don't want to eat all this food, but just do. I'm such a loser. I can't control myself. Again, we are going into the beatdown, the critic sitting on our shoulder constantly berating us, telling us how terrible we are. And again, this goes into that vicious cycle when we are speaking to ourselves in that way. Our brain sends up signals for we need some relief. We need some relief from this. We need to feel better and we eat again. So the vicious cycle continues. Another one, there is food everywhere and I just can't stop trying everything. It all looks so good and I just want it, even though I know it's not good for me and I'm going to gain weight. The thought of I just want it and food is everywhere and I can't control myself, that's the kind of thinking that gets us into trouble with overeating. You can work on shifting some of these thoughts to get you into a more empowering place. Things like, I do have control over this because you do. You get to choose how many times your hand goes to your mouth. You get to choose what goes into your mouth. So telling ourselves the truth, I do have control over this. Now that might not mean you you stop eating it. Might mean you still eat it. But telling yourself the truth, telling yourself you have control over and over and over eventually does lend you to making different and better choices around food. So if you can relate to any of the previous scenarios, you're definitely not alone. This time of year, I hear stories like this over and over and over again. I always think of two categories of triggers that contribute to our stress and overeating during the holidays. And once we understand and are aware of these triggers, we can begin to do things that will help us move through these triggers without overeating. There are ways to set ourselves up for success through the holidays with zero weight gain and even a loss if that's what you decide you want to do. So let's talk about the two categories or triggers that contribute to stress and overeating, and then we'll get into some things about what to do with them in order to not overeat. So the first trigger category is our physical environment. When the holidays are happening, our environment typically changes. We have more food around us at all times. And it's usually food that's not the greatest for us. So high calorie, baked goods, lots of stuff lying around the office, full candy jars set out and about. We might bake and cook more now that there's um, 
so now there's this more, more of an opportunity to take extra bites and licks and to finish off that bag of cookies we put in the freezer to share at the Christmas get together. But now it's calling us to eat it all. So we do. Um, the food and drink just abounds and there are more and more opportunities to consume it, which means we have sort of this exhaustion phase where it's like having to say no to everything just becomes too tough. And we end up, and or we end up mindlessly eating more than we think we are. So like during baking, taking those extra bites, taking those extra licks off the spoon. We want to believe it's not a big deal because it's so little, but the truth is those little things really, really count, especially over the holidays because we're already eating more to begin with. We also typically have more social get-togethers when food is always the center of the attention. Um, It's really hard to not try every good-looking food spread out over the counter or things that we typically maybe don't get. We tell ourselves, um, we never get to eat this. This is my only chance to eat this. I may never get this again. And so we eat. The truth is telling ourselves those things is not the truth. We easily could eat those things again. We could have it the next day. We could make it ourselves and have it at another time. So again, it's just being very clear and honest with ourselves what the truth is. We also usually get less sleep throughout the holidays. When we don't get enough sleep, our bodies rev up the hormones that make us crave lots of carbs and more food than usual. We usually feel more hungry, and we eat more food due to this. So getting that good sleep, focusing on sleep hygiene during the holidays is really imperative. The second trigger category is our mind environment, the stuff in our brains, our thoughts. Many of us have a whole new set of thoughts that pop into our heads during the holidays. We've already covered some. These usually have to do with expectations we have for the holidays, pressure to be jolly and happy, and thoughts around stress like, I can't handle this. This is so stressful. I'm overwhelmed. I need this to be perfect. I need everyone to be happy and I need to be happy. Why can't everyone get along? I should be feeling happy and I'm not. Something is wrong with me. With thoughts like these, we unconsciously set ourselves up for a need for relief. And that sets us up for over drinking and overeating. Our brains just want that immediate gratification, that dopamine hit we get from food or drink. It doesn't care that we're going to feel absolutely miserable in an hour, a few hours a day, a week later when we try to pull on our jeans and we can't button them or we loathe ourselves through shame and self-judgment. It just wants that hit right now. Feel better right now. Eat, eat, eat. When we can recognize the thoughts that set us up for urges and overeating, we can begin to wiggle away from them and shift them just a bit with on-purpose thinking to reduce our brain's desire to throw up those urges to eat. This is the thought work. With daily practice of this on-purpose thinking, we actually reduce the really difficult urges and will eat less automatically. This truly has been life-changing for me and for so many of our clients. Understanding how our thoughts set us up to eat more, becoming aware, and using on-purpose thinking to shift this truly makes us eat less without even knowing it, without even having to pay attention to it. It really is a game changer. So here are some of the hows on getting through the holidays without gaining weight and or to lose weight. You know how I really like specific behaviors and strategies and specific thoughts 
that you can use to help get you to where you want to go. So within the physical environment, we really need to think about what can we control within our environment through our behaviors and our actions. So number one, and this is always, this is for all the clients I work with one-on-one who come through my workshops, the most important thing you can do not just during the holidays, but every holiday, every day is to make a plan. So making a food plan and one that you can actually follow through on every single morning, write down what you will eat and drink that day and include everything you might want. I mean, everything. This is so important for keeping integrity with yourself and teaching your brain. You can and will follow through on what you say you will do. So it means the plan must be doable. So for example, you're heading over to mom's for Thanksgiving. Write down everything that you might possibly consume. This doesn't mean you have to eat all the food you write down if you decide differently, but it does mean if it's even a possibility of consuming, write it down. This is a process that people don't always understand right away and how it can possibly work, but over time, writing a plan every day does work. A doable plan every day does work. Eventually what happens is because you are not restricting, because you are allowing every possibility on your plan and there's no restriction, you end up not overeating. You end up leveling up over time where you maybe have something written down and you think to yourself, you know, I don't think I need that. I I really don't. So that's kind of how it works by building integrity with yourself through making a doable plan. Another idea, decide and agree with yourself you will only eat when you're hungry. You can have whatever you want to eat, but only when hungry. This guideline alone will keep you from putting on extra pounds. Now, that might be one for someone who's done a little bit of this work and they're ready to sort of level up, but you might also think about how you can allow yourself to eat whatever you want, but only eating when you're hungry can get you to your goals and dreams, the body weight that you want to be at, the the body that you want to be able to put clothes on. So really paying attention, when am I hungry and only eating then? Okay, here's another real practical one. Eat protein first before eating anything else. This is such a quick and easy win because all you have to do is put something in your mouth and chew. Because protein is incredibly satiating, if you eat it first before anything else, you are more likely to not overeat like you would without eating protein first. Even if you're just having a snack, eat some protein first. This could come in the form of any, like a few bites of meat, uh, eggs, um, whey protein, uh, anything just to give you that little hit of protein before you eat anything else. And then if you are feeling like you're ready to level up just a bit, make a decision at the beginning of the day between alcohol or sweets. Choose one or the other. So you're going to go to some holiday party or a get together um, and there's going to be food and drink and and all the things. Decide. I'm either going to drink alcohol or I'm going to have dessert, one or the other. Practice mindful eating every time you eat. Here's the checklist that I want you to think about to be mindful while you're eating. First, I am sitting and I am using a plate to eat. Make a guideline for yourself. Anytime you eat, you are going to be sitting 
and you're going to use a plate. This guideline right away takes away all the, the um, I want to say temptation. You might still be tempted. Takes away the ease of just grabbing small things as you're cooking or baking or grabbing something off the food table as you're standing around at the counter in the kitchen um, at a buffet, you know, all the things. It takes that, it, it, if you create that guideline for yourself beforehand, it gives you a bit of pause before you make that decision to eat because you literally need to sit down and have a plate to put your food on. Now, and then the second one, I feel content about the choice to eat this food. So really thinking before you put food in your mouth, I, do I feel content about the choice to eat this food? Third one, I am paying attention to the smell and taste of my food so I can enjoy it fully. Fourth one, I stop eating when I am just full. I can always eat more later. This is a biggie because so many of us overeat, stuff ourselves, binge, all those things to where we feel terrible. We just overstuff. So this is really becoming aware of when you are just full. And using that sentence, I can always eat more later, will often help because so many of us who binge or overeat in that moment, it's it feels like you're never going to get it again. You're never going to get it again. So it's take it in, take it in, take it in. And so just using that sentence, I can always eat more later, really will help bring some relief in that moment and some calm and allow you to slow down and eat only until just full. I take a moment before my first bite to really appreciate and be grateful for the food in front of me. So going through all those things can help you stay mindful with eating. So when you notice you're wanting to eat when you're already full, have a plan in place like text a friend, take three deep breaths, Uh, Tell yourself you'll go into a different room. Agree with yourself to set a timer for two minutes and then make the decision to eat or not. So you have the urge to eat. You decide you're going to set your timer for two minutes and agree that you can still eat after two minutes if you still want to. But here's the thing. An urge to eat will usually peak at about 90 seconds. So often if you wait two minutes, you'll find that really difficult urge sensation that's hard to say no to. It'll pass or at least it'll be less intense and you will be able to move on without eating. Doesn't mean it always works, but it is definitely something to try and to start implementing. Once you start doing something like that over and over, that urge to eat becomes less and less. Okay, so now let's go through the second trigger category. This is our mind environment. It's not our physical environment anymore, but our mind environment. How can we use our thoughts to change our overeating, overdrinking behavior? Overdrinking? Overdrinking behavior. Okay, so first decide how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel this holiday season? How do you want to feel while celebrating with family? How do you want to feel around food? And write this down. Write down how you want to feel. For each feeling you write down, write down a thought that can generate that feeling for you. So for each feeling you wrote down that you want to feel, I want you to then write down a thought that can generate that feeling carry this paper around with you. I'm serious about this. Look at it often. Read through it often. Simply just reading those sentences. I want to feel calm. I want to feel peace. I want to feel relaxed. I want to feel joy. And then reading through the thoughts that conjure up that emotion for you. 
can really help you stay in that state of mind. So really important to not only write the things, but then read them, reread them, carry that around with you, type that into your phone, have it pop up as a reminder, the feelings you want to feel and the thoughts you're going to think to create that feeling. Remind yourself that the only thing you have control over is you, your behaviors, and your responses to the stimulus in your environment. You absolutely have no control over others' words, thoughts, feelings. If you want to change how you, your behavior is in this holiday environment, it is up to you to take control of your behavior, your thoughts, make the changes. You cannot put that on other people. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. So really reminding yourself, I have control over me. I have control over my behaviors and responses and nobody else's. Another idea, write out the three biggest stressors you believe will happen this holiday season. Probably things that you've experienced in the past, the three top things that really trigger your stress response and your overeating behavior. And then plan ahead for these stressors. Write out what possible boundaries you can set to lower your stress response in these situations. Write out how you can say no to a food pusher. (laughs) Write out how you can say no to that extra activity you absolutely do not have the energy to attend to. It's going to feel uncomfortable. Saying no for many of us is really uncomfortable. But the more you practice it, the easier it becomes, the less uncomfortable it becomes. And it is really important to set boundaries and to be able to say no to certain things. This lowers our stress response. This is what helps us not look for relief in food. So all these things become really important to keep us in a state of mind that allows us to eat more normally, not abuse food, not use food to try to work through some of our emotions. So saying no, setting boundaries, especially when it comes to family, friends, all those things are really important. Write it out. Write out what you can say in order to set your boundaries. Write out the thoughts you can think on purpose in these stressful situations to create more ease and peace and relief. So when we, again, when we generate more feelings of relief and peace, the urges to eat come less frequently and less intensely. So again, this is kind of the goal because if we can get those urges to be less frequent and less intense, we automatically don't eat. We don't overeat and we maintain weight and we drop weight through this. So that's why, again, I know I've said it a bunch, but that thinking on purpose It's so important. So when you look at your three most stressful situations, you may or may not be able to control some boundaries around them, saying no, all those things. If you cannot, if you are going to be part of these stressful situations, then that's where your thoughts come into play. So write down a thought that you can have in each of those situations that brings you a little bit more relief, a little bit more feeling of peace. It doesn't mean the situation is going to change. It doesn't mean that it's going to fix the situation. It simply means you take control of your thoughts, you think them on purpose, and you generate a different feeling for yourself in those situations. And it might not be joy or happiness or, you know, all those feelings we tend to think we want to feel. It may simply just be 
This still makes me sad. This still makes me upset. This still makes me angry. And I can still feel peace in those moments of anger, sadness. It is possible to feel peace along with those other emotions. And this is what you're kind of training your brain to do. So finally, I want you just to think about this. Do not gain weight during the holidays because you're people pleasing and just kind of going into the screw it mode. Be mindful, be intentional, make a plan, think on purpose. These things will keep you in the state of mind that allow you to get through the holidays without gaining weight and also losing if you make that decision as well as maintaining a sense of peace throughout the entire holiday season. Okay, talk to you later. I hope you are finding something useful from these episodes and this podcast. And if so, please share it with someone else in your life you feel it could benefit. This podcast is also now monetized. So if you really feel you are getting a lot from it and want to help keep it going, please go to the episode show notes. You can just scroll down from wherever you're listening. You'll see a description of the episode and then you will see it says support this podcast and then there's a link you can click on. You can click on that link and that's where you can support the podcast. Even the smallest donation, like 99 cents, helps to keep me producing the podcast. And to those of you who have donated, I really, really appreciate the support. I really do appreciate all of you listening and sharing the space with me. Again, just very thankful for all of you. Did you know you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to heatherheinen.com, Heinen spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N, and get in touch with questions on all things I offer my private clients through coaching and membership resources.